hello. It's uh, Monday. We got a great show for you today. I want to tell you a little bit about uh, Rough Greens, our sponsor. Ever since Uno tried a bag of this, he has changed. Now, I wasn't sure he was even going to eat this, but it couldn't make his eating habits worse um, because he wouldn't eat anything. I mean, anything. And then we started putting this on his food, and he is a different dog. He is walking around all the time with the ball in his mouth, just like, hey, you want to play? He is always active now. And it's not that he's just eating and eating better food. No, he's eating rough greens. Rough greens will make a remarkable difference in your dog's health and your dog's life. Now, Rough Greens wants to make sure that you don't have to pay for a pack of little Rough Greens here, this little teeny pack. Uh, if your dog doesn't eat it, what they want to do is send you this free pack just to make sure your dog will eat Rough Greens. And then if they do, order, you know, get, get online and start to order Rough Greens. Feed it to your dog for a couple of months and you will see a difference. You really will see a difference. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Call, you just pay for shipping and handling. Get a free bag, roughgreens.com slash Beck. It's Monday. Hey, some good news. Planned Parenthood has finally come out and said, yep, we can't make excuses for her anymore. Uh, Margaret Sanger was a racist and it was really horrible. And we need to divorce ourselves from her entirely. We apologize for the for the whole, uh, you know, Margaret Sanger award thing. Really? Huh? Well, Planned Parenthood has finally woken up, woken up to things that uh, conservatives have been saying since 1920. But is this good news? Or does it tell us something has changed? A new chapter has begun. I'll explain in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Guess what? Something awesome has just leaked out on the Internet. Turns out Facebook got hacked in 2019. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold it just a second. That means all of our, our, our users' personal information, things like phone numbers, birthdays, email addresses, it's all out there now. Yeah, if you're starting to hear in your head, bottom, bottom. Bum, 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 bum. It's because something is in the water and it's coming for you. It's a cyber criminal. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to check out LifeLock. Nobody can protect you from everything that could go possibly go wrong. That's not reasonable in today's world. However, LifeLock is there. They are the ones who are giving you this information about Facebook. Did you even know that? Uh, they gave you the they'll give you the information like Facebook. Uh, and what that means, but they'll also now track and make sure that your information, if it's if it came out of Facebook or wherever it's been hacked into, 
they'll make sure it's not being sold on the dark web. And if it is being sold on the dark web, they have a whole team of specialists to try to help restore your good name and keep you safe. You only have one name. You only have one credit score. You got to do everything you can to protect it, but you have enough on your plate. That's why I recommend you try LifeLock. Go there now, lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck, save 25%. It's 1 800 LifeLock, 1 800 LifeLock, or lifelock.com. You want to save 25%? Make sure you use the promo code Beck. Oh my gosh. This is wonderful. This, this is good news. In the New York Times, there was an op ed yesterday on Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood. It's fantastic. Ms. McGill Johnson, the president and chief executive officer of Planned Parent, Planned Parenthood, wrote yesterday in the New York Times, for the 11 years that I've been involved with Planned Parenthood, founded by Margaret Sanger, her legacy on race has been debated. I don't know what the debate's about. I mean, she's straight up racist. Sanger, a nurse, opened the nation's first birth control uh, clinic in Brownsville, Brooklyn, in 1960, uh, 16, and dedicated her life to promoting birth control to improve women's lives. But was she or was she not a racist? Well, that's a question we've tried to avoid, but we no longer can, and we must reckon with it. Now, Let's just first say it's really not much of a debate. It's very, very clear from statements like, hey, pastor, let's not tell the black community, uh, you know, if we can just get them on board with family planning, we can weed out all the undesirables. Ah, That sounds kind of racist. Up until now, Planned Parenthood has failed to own the impact of our founders actions. We have defended Sanger as a protector of bodily autonomy and self-determination while excusing her association with white supremacist groups and eugenics as an unfortunate product of her time. Until recently, we have hidden behind the assertion that her beliefs were the norm for people of her class and era, always being sure to name her work alongside that of W.E.B. Du Bois and other black freedom fighters. But the facts are complicated. Well, not really Planned Parenthood. Remember they said, while always pointing out W.E.B. Du Bois, who was that? He was black. He was a, uh, uh, he was a, a, a radical at the time. He was the and the uh, antithesis, the exact opposite of Booker T. Washington, who believed in people and believed in black people and said, hey, anybody can do it. I was a slave and I didn't have any education. Now I've started a university and I've I've taken people who thought they had nothing and I've taught them and look what they're doing. W.E.B. Du Bois didn't believe that. In fact, in 1903, he wrote an essay on the talented 10th. Okay, so I just want to go back here real quick. Uh, Planned Parenthood, they said, I just, I just want you to know, we, we, can't, we can't hide that Margaret Sanger was a real racist. But, and you know, we've always kind of 
said that she was part of that time period. You know, something you won't give to the founders. She was part of a time period where everybody thought that. And we tried to point out that, you know, she was right in line with W.E.B. Du Bois. Okay. That's like saying uh, Abraham Lincoln. You know, he stopped slavery and he was friends with Frederick Douglass. That would be good. But unfortunately, the cover they run for here with Margaret Sanger, W.E.B. Du Bois, wrote in the Talented Tenth, quote, the Negro race, like all other races, is going to be saved by the Talented Tenth. Exceptional men. He believed in birth control for African-American women. In an article in June 1932 in Margaret Sanger's Birth Control Review, he entitled A Negro Number. Du Bois argued that birth control for poor African-Americans was necessary for the race and that people must learn that among human races and groups, as among vegetables, quality, not mere quantity, really counts. So he's saying, we just have to kill 90% of the black population. Oh, well, I'm glad you've been hiding behind his skirt because he sounds delicious. All right. Sanger spoke to the women's auxiliary of the Ku Klux Klan at a rally in New Jersey to generate support for birth control. Even though she eventually distanced herself from the eugenics movement, notice not the Klan, because of its hard turn to explicit racism, she endorsed the Supreme Court's 1927 uh, decision of Buck versus Bell, which allowed states to sterilize people deemed unfit. Oh, okay, wait a minute. That's kind of like W.E.B. Du Bois, the black man who thought that 90 percent of the opula- population with nothing but a bad vegetable. The first human trials of birth control pill, a project that Sanger's passion was in her life, were conducted with her backing in Puerto Rico, where as many as 1,500 women were not told that the drug was experimental or that they might experience dangerous side effects. Now, we don't know what was in Sanger's heart. Yes, we do. She wrote for her whole life. We know exactly what was in her heart. And we don't need to, in order to condemn our harmful choices, we don't need to know what was in her heart. What we have is a history of focusing on white womenhood relentlessly. Whether our founder was a racist is not a simple yes or no question. Yes, it is. Our reckoning is understanding her full legacy and its impact. Our reckoning is the work that comes next. Now, listen to this. The first step is making Margaret Sanger less prominent in our present and future. So we just want to bury her. Okay? I don't want to bury any white racists. No white racists. Uh, what's his name, Stu? The, the guy who was responsible in the Civil War. He started the Klan. Uh, and he was in... What was his name? He was a general, I think. And he would skin white and black people who were on the other side and put their their skin up on barns like pelts in the south what was his name nathan bedford forest yes bedford yeah. forest yes thank you uh i don't want to bury that guy he's white i'm not gonna I'm, I'm, i think we should all learn about nathan bedford forest really bad guy 
Sanger remains an influential part of our history and will not be erased. But as we tell the history of Planned Parenthood's founding, we must take full responsibility to the harm that Sanger caused for generations. Now, why is why is Planned Parenthood coming out with this? Well, you have to read the whole op-ed, which I don't usually do, because we allowed you. And I'm like, hey, Planned Parenthood's woken up. What we don't want to be as an organization is a Karen. See, here's where they become all cultural. You know Karen. She escalates small conversations because of her own racial anxiety. She calls the manager. She calls the police. She stands with other white parents to maintain school segregation. And then there are the organizational Karens, the groups who show up, assert themselves and tell you where to march. Those who pursue freedom and fairness, but also leverage their privilege in ways that are dehumanizing. Oh, so you don't want to be like that. I'm trying to figure out how Planned Parenthood's message of you can kill it. It's not really a baby is quote not dehumanizing but i ain't smart enough to do that sometimes that's how planned parenthood has acted by privileging whiteness we've contributed to america harming black women and other women of color and when we focus too narrowly on women's health we've excluded trans and non-binary people As we face relentless attacks on our ability to keep providing sexual and reproductive health care, including abortion, we claim the mantle of women's rights to be the exclusion of other causes that women of color and trans people cannot afford to ignore. And when we are rightfully called out by leaders in the movement for reproductive justice who have pushed us for years to do better, we cry. In doing so, we're failing in our mission to care for all of the communities that we serve. We're committed to confronting any white supremacy in our own organization and across the movement for reproductive freedom. We pledge to fight the many types of dehumanization we are seeing right now, the dehumanization of black and Latino victims of police violence, such as Adam Toledo, Dante Wright, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and too many others. The dehumanization of transgender people whose health care and rights are being denied in states across the country and who face attacks not just from the right, but also from trans-exclusionary radical feminists. Oh. Now, they say this is going to be seen as virtual signaling, but we're taking this work seriously. I want you to know they go on for a couple of paragraphs to virtue signal, but that's not what it's about. That's not what this is. This is not about Margaret Sanger. It's not about admitting to racism. This is actually a declaration of war. This is actually uh, a Planned Parenthood saying, "Okay, we're done with phase one. Now we're getting serious. About what? Oh, I'll share that in 60 seconds. Stand by. Greg lives in Alabama. He recently climbed up into his 50s, which at the time discovered there's an unfortunate side, a side effect to aging. Yeah, you get a lot of wisdom, but a lot of that wisdom comes from, ouch. You know what I'm saying? 
So uh, Greg said, I got to get up. I can't. I mean, I, I have to do something. And he was looking for something to knock out the pain. Greg was one of the lucky ones because he heard me talking about relief factor pretty quickly after making the resolution of I got to get better. He decided he'd give it a try. After all, didn't work. Other things he could try. Well, he never needed to bother with those, quote, other things, because just after a few days of relief factor, all of his pain was gone. Few days, he said. Relief factor isn't a drug, but it was developed by doctors and 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more. Because in the first three weeks, you're pretty much going to know it's going to work for me or not. Now, I had significant pain I couldn't get out of uh, for years and years and years. I took it. It took me probably two or three weeks before I saw a reduction. And then I did what I always do because I'm a dummy. I'm like, I don't know if this is working. It's probably just a coincidence. I, for the first time, I'm feeling pretty good. I bet it doesn't have anything to do with relief factor. And so I stopped taking Relief Factor, and I was like, ow! ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. Ten seconds. Station ID. I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. So what does this mean? What is happening with Planned Parenthood? Why are they saying these things and doing these things? Well, uh, here's what they're doing. It's really clever what they're doing. Um, She signals, some might see this as a virtual signaling, but we're taking it seriously. With this editorial, what she is doing is... She is cutting out their own tongues and handing it to conservatives and others, important and others, handing it. And then somehow or another, because I probably used the wrong metaphor, because now she has a tongueless mouth and so she can't really speak. But she's she's disfigured herself and said, look, look what we'll do to ourselves And we're coming after you. This is a declaration of war. They don't care about their hypocrisy anymore. They're not even going to waste time accusing us of paranoia, crafting conspiracy theories about Margaret Sager. They're going to say, we already dealt with ours. They're admitting that everything we have said for decades is actually true and that they've been gaslighting us. But instead of dwelling on that, they can now take the stand of, we've already talked about this. The editorial is a dog whistle. Yeah, I used it. To the transgender activists that have so much Twitter power. Planned Parenthood is saying, don't come after us. We're on your side. Because in the article... That one line there towards the end, the dehumanization of transgender people whose health care and rights are being denied in states across the country and who face tax not just from the right, but also trans exclusionary radical feminist turf is what that's known as. This is massive. What turfs are are people that maybe I mean. They're kind of like radical Marxist feminists, but 
I mean, with some common sense, maybe. I, I don't know how to describe them. Um, they are, USA Today says they are feminists who are transphobic. No, they're actually paying attention to science. They're not phobic. They're feminists who believe in science. And they say, look, I, we're a feminist. We can be transgender, but we're, that doesn't make us women. It doesn't make you women. Okay? They actually consider transgenderism proof of the patriarchy. They're feminists that believe that the patriarchy exists, and it's not just an academic boogeyman. It really does exist. They believe gender is a social construct assigned at birth and then used to oppress women. So according to them, when a transgender woman claims to be a woman, they are actually flexing their muscles, their male muscles, and male privilege over women. Good example of a turf is J.K. Rowling or Deborah So. Gloria Steinem is even a turf. Okay, well she used to be, and then she buckled. Deborah So and J.K. Rowling are not buckling. Transgender activists are bullies. The left is afraid of them. They hold a lot of power of Twitter, and lately. Power on Twitter is power in culture and power in politics. Now, I have no problem with, you know, being inclusive. I, I, I think it's good as long as equality, actual equality is, is what you're searching for, not equity. And I don't like it when the inclusion is actually exclusion. When the solution harms other people, anyone who disagrees with trans activists or modern feminists, for that matter, becomes a target that trans activists attack relentlessly using intimidation, death threats, demanding that anyone who challenged them, doctors, counselors, sexologists, biologists have to be fired and driven from the public. These are these are the the witchcraft hunters. Uh, you know, in Salem. That's just our time. We have to have reason. We have to have personal responsibility. We have to uh, remember that we are human. Planned Parenthood in this op-ed has just changed the game and got a deeper level of war. This is the Glenn Beck program. Ah, that is. So, so um, uh, our sponsor this half hour is Blinds.com. Now is the time to freshen up the window coverings in your house. Um, I mean, have you looked at them? They might be outdated. They, they probably look like they've had a couple of tours of Vietnam. It means it's time to visit Blinds.com. And right now, Blinds.com is giving you up to 35% off everything site-wide as a warm welcome to the new season. Blinds.com. It's easy. It's convenient to order online. They have free shipping, guaranteed perfect fit for your windows, and you just can't go wrong. Maybe you're looking for high-performance solar or roller shades or the classic silhouette of a Roman shade. Maybe you want to enhance the look of your home with the warm textures of bamboo. Whatever it is, Blinds.com has you covered. And right now, you can shop their deals perfect for your spring home refresh 
with up to 35% off everything from blinds, shades, interior shutters, even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions do apply. It's blinds.com huge spring sale, 35% off everything. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV right now. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed, which is a podcast you can hear live on Blaze Radio before this program. Uh, or you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the program, Pat. Thank you. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, sure and you are. Very excited uh, about uh, our president talking about uh, the things that we all want to see done. I-, I love it when he speaks for all Americans. Isn't it great? Well, I like the way he's passed a lot of bipartisan bills, even though yes. not a single Republican has voted for <laughs> yes. them. Yes. But well, they're very bipartisan. Yeah, very not bipartisan. in not in Congress, of course, but the people. The people are all united with him. Oh, is that what that is? That's that what, what that is. Yes. Really? How come the people voted uh, for Republicans if the Republicans are all voting no on those? Well, we- I think they've. I don't know. Honestly, okay. I don't. <laughs> All right. I, I wish I okay. could have an explanation, well, but I don't. Okay. Uh, but so. he he does he does believe that we all agree with him on uh, on assault rifles for one thing. Uh, oh, well, well, here's some are. of what he had to say. It is a national embarrassment what's going on, and it's not only these mass shootings that are occurring every single day. Every day. Every single day. Every single day. Every there's a mass shooting in, this, in the United States if you count all those who were killed if out on the streets of our cities and our rural areas. It's a national embarrassment and must come to an end. And one right. last thing. One last the thing. folks who own weapons, right. the folks who own guns, own they yeah. support universal background checks. No. The majority of them think we should no, not be that's... selling assault weapons. No. Who in no. God's name no. needs a weapon that can hold 100 rounds or 40 rounds mm-hmm. or 20 rounds? I do. It's I just do. wrong. And I'm not okay, going to give up till it's done. Well, that's good because okay. we all know the Second Amendment need clause uh, that's yeah. so important. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Guns, guns uh, <laughs> you know, if people can own guns uh, and it shall not be infringed if they need them. If they need it. But who, nobody yeah. needs, needs an assault rifle. Yeah. Nobody needs right. that. Nobody right. needs it. I went to a gun show this weekend. Oh. I bought a nuclear missile and they <laughs> didn't even ask for a background check. Wow. And my father, wow. my father left me an F-16 when he died. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even have huh. to do any paperwork. He just gave it to me in his will, through his will. That happens all the time. That happens every day yeah. in America. That's yeah. why you see so many F-16 assaults uh, in neighborhoods all over America. Right. Well, you know, in Chicago or whatever, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strafe uh, Oklahoma today. And tomorrow <laughs> I may just blow it up with my nuclear missile that I bought. You might as well. a background track. You yeah. might as well. I, I mean, a lot of people don't even show their ID when they're buying an F-16 <laughs> fighter jet. They don't I even know. show ID. I know. They don't. You don't they have don't. to. It is great. As long as you're at a gun show. Right. It's a loophole. Yes, it's the loophole. Most people don't. <laughs> well, no. Now, Cuomo, <sighs> Cuomo is uh, talking now about police reform. Now, Pat, I want you to help me noodle this, if you want. All right. Okay. Um, when there's shootings in schools, 
and there's, you know, robberies and stuff, Mm -hmm. they say you shouldn't carry a gun. You should wait for the first responder. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. So they want to get rid of our guns because only the first responders know how to use guns. They're trained. Mm hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Except they want to get rid of the first responders now. (laughs) So who will be there to call? Uh, The second responders, which I think falls to mall cops. I, I think mall police will be there for you. Really? Because yes. uh, I thought it might be BLM. I thought the second <laughs> oh, responders might. would be BLM. <laughs> yes. You know, we're just yeah. reimagining things here. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, while, we're, while we're on this, uh, Governor Cuomo s- said uh, police reform. No, no. Yeah. Listen to his Chris, reasoning. Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris yeah. Cuomo. Yeah, yeah, listen to this. Shootings? Gun laws? Access to weapons? Oh, you? Mm-hmm. I know when they'll change. Oh, do you? Yeah. When? Your kids start getting killed? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. White people's kids start getting killed? Oh, my gosh. Oh, is your audience right. white? Smoking that doobie that's actually <clears throat> legal, probably, in your state now, but they don't know what it was, and then the kid runs. Welcome to 1973. Cop was justified. Why'd you run? Oh, he had a baseball game tonight. Huh. huh. White kid, <laughs> big family, that house over there? This guy is an Im- idiot. Oh, such Those an imbecile. start piling up? <laughs> what is going on with these police? Oh, what? Maybe we shouldn't even have police. That kind of mania, that kind of madness, that'll be you. That'll be the majority, because it's your people. What, who are you? See, only now, have white black viewers? people what? start getting all guns, form wow. militias, protect themselves. Can't trust deep state. Woo-hoo. You'll see a wave of change in access and accountability. How does he think Woo-hoo. this is a good point? This I, is incredible. I don't know. That's oh, because he, he's a moron. He's yes. such a moron. He's, an he's imbecile. a moron. He really is. We 100%, by the way, invite uh, African Americans to take advantage of their yes. constitutional Second Amendment rights. They absolutely uh, by should the be way, firearms. Congratulations. Please do. It's the Constitution, uh, when enforced, that actually helps the African American community as it did with the Klan in uh, days of yore. Mm, mm. And as it would in Chicago. And we should also note that more white people are killed by cops than black people right. in this country. Right. And it just happened last oh, week mm-hmm. with, a, I think, a 16-year-old, 15 or 16-year-old shot by police. A uh, white kid. A white kid. And he doesn't year, know this because he doesn't cover any of them. None of it. And he, he has no idea. F- 457 whites were killed last year. Almost double the number of, of blacks who were killed by police. Uh, per capita. What do you mean? Per, it happens. Per capita. Yes, per capita. I, like, it just seems like when you're trying to make a point of unending genocide, you don't need yeah. to make the per capita point. It wasn't like, you know, uh, the, the Holocaust is actually a story of per capita Jews being killed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is, it just doesn't work like that. Yes, there were a lot of Jews killed. Yeah, yeah. But there were more capita. Aryans killed by Hitler's government, of course. We should note that. Uh, but uh, per capita, it was higher among the Jewish population. That's not right. an argument of unending genocide. Yeah. You, ha- huh. you don't need that qualifier when this is actually happening. So when... Uh, when you're, let's say, out at dinner, should I become more confrontational 
with you. Should I encourage people to be more confrontational? Oh, because definitely. You're clearly mm-hmm. a racist. There should so. be more mm. people in the street and more people uh, being more confrontational. Okay. Uh, at all times. But I'm so, not inciting anything there by saying okay. that. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not uh, inciting of anything. Not. Of course not. And neither is Maxine Waters. Listen no. to this from Saturday night. We've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. But I am very hopeful, and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we got, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean... Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. Congressman, what happens if we do not go... Get what you just told. What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we need business. Mm. Good, good thing she's not inciting anybody. <laughs> oh no. no! Right? No! Yeah! No! And let me tell you something. Did you know that uh, people that were Republicans were giving secret tours in, uh, in the uh, Capitol uh, on January sixth? Now nobody is on record. Nobody has said anything like that. But it's the Republicans that were inciting those January six people. <laughs> So why are you concentrating now on Maxine Waters? Uh, I can't believe it. Well, yes, I can. If anyone within the sound of our voice was reasonable that disagrees with our point of view on you know almost everything, if you were reasonable, you would hear that and you would go, oh, my gosh, yeah, she needs to be sanctioned for that at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. They would compare... Uh, what she just said there to what they think Donald Trump was saying, which he never said anything close to what anything she just said there. And they impeached him. Yeah. They impeached him for yeah. it. For inciting a riot. Correct. And uh, and he didn't do it. Now, it's a good thing, though, that we do have uh, that we do have Madonna, uh, you know, on the case because Madonna tweeted this weekend as for police killing innocent children, shooting and... Wait a minute. Did she see that? Did you just say there was a story about a white kid that was shot by the cops just last mm-hmm. weekend? Mm-hmm. Yes, huh. there was. Yeah, she's not referencing that. As for police killing innocent children, shooting and suffocating and brutalizing innocent people, they should go immediately to jail for the rest of their lives. I'm quoting... No trial, no corrupt justice system, just jail. <laughs> now, I don't hmm. know if she understands that the definition of a corrupt justice system is just pulling people off the streets who somebody thinks is guilty and then just putting them in jail for the rest of their life. I mean... Seems reasonable, doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> Seems like no justice. trial. Yeah, just go directly to jail. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's not that. fascism at all. Not at all. Hey, that's, that's just common sense <laughs> police reform. Common sense reform. That's, <laughs> that's exactly all that is. what it is. Common sense police <laughs> reform. And I don't like anyone calling it anything differently. By the way, um, did you see the dash cam video from uh, Georgia? Anybody who says that 
the police should uh, not have their weapons for traffic stops. I want to show you what just happened in Georgia. If you're watching the blaze, I'll describe it afterwards. But if you're watching the blaze, uh, they are in a high speed chase. Uh, they see that the car, one police officer uh, down this road ways away has stopped. They think that they have stopped the guy. Um, and so they're just blocking the other end of the street. And then they decide, uh oh, something's wrong. And they race. And as they're driving to the other police car, this is what happens. Wow. Let's move down. Let's move down. Come on. They say, get back in. And look what they see. Man jumps out of the dark. Jeez. Holy crap. And he just starts firing an AK-47. That's the cop. Jeez. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. You know, I don't know about Scary. you, but uh, yeah, that's terrifying. I, I, that's one of the more terrifying scenes I have ever seen. If you're a cop, that was their dash cam. I, I mean, and you and these people, they just want to pull all the cops off mm-hmm. and the cops shouldn't carry guns because the cops are the bad guys. And you never know when you're going to face a situation like that. They yeah. didn't. Yeah. It was a high speed chase. Yeah. There's two sides to this, though. The cop was clearly speeding. <laughs> well, over to the incident. I mean, come on. You know, I've, I've watched this video now three times, and I didn't even notice what color the guy yeah. with the gun was, because all I could see was the gun. But I'm sure he was black and the cops were all white. I, I'll bet you this was just about racism. Mm-hmm. And the gun? Mm-hmm. Notice the color of the gun? Black. black. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. All you right. Thank it. you, Pat. Appreciate no, no, it. Thank you. Man, after a long workout in the gym and then a refreshing sauna, I'm usually pretty hungry uh, after that. And, uh, you know, I need a snack. Now, also, after a long afternoon of sitting on my butt on the couch just watching TV, I'm usually pretty hungry and I need a snack. Now, one of those statements, my wife would say, is true and happens and the other one never happens and that would be me sitting on the couch because this is a character i play on the air uh i swore off protein bars for lent uh when i was about eight and uh and and then i swore them off for all the rest of my life uh as well because it's it's like eating a doormat with just a hint of old shoe my wife tried to get me to eat built bars and they're they were i thought awful because that's what all protein bars she sold it wrong she said it's a protein bar it's really healthy and it tastes good no forget it it's really good it's like a candy bar it tastes fantastic it will cure your sweet tooth and it's good for you and locale it's good for keto diets i mean it's all in the way you sell it I don't know how they make this with 100% real chocolate and and it doesn't t- there's no chemical taste to it there's no aftertaste it's fantastic. I think it's witchcraft, but whatever, I'm fine with a little witchcraft in my life if Built Bar is the uh, end result. Builtbar.com use the promo code BEC15 right now. Right now somewhere in the Bible belt somebody is taking me seriously and they're like Glenn Beck I knew he was into witchcraft. That is 
15% off your uh, order now at BuiltBar.com if you use the promo code BECK15. BuiltBar.com, promo code BECK15. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program, and Brittany is uh, on the phone. Hello, Brittany. Um, hello, Mr. Beck. Hi. Hi, I was How just, are you? I, I was just listening to your... Mm-hmm. Talk, uh, talking about program, yes, yeah, about um, Madonna. Yes, how Madonna says, you know, if you, you know, uh, are a cop and you you kill somebody, you should go right to prison without any trial. Right, exactly. Like, shouldn't the bad people go to the bad place? Like, why do you disagree uh, with this? Uh, well, be, I mean, because there's, you know, there, there would be no trial. That would be a uh, a corrupt system. That's just wasting yeah. time. We don't have that much time. I don't know if <laughs> you know that Madonna is no longer in her 50s or 60s or 70s. She, <laughs> she doesn't have time to wait for your, she, your white oh. justice. Okay. <laughs> you know, All right. So, okay. I think we should have like an alternative um, form of justice. Okay. Like, like? Like, for example, what about the more like Botox and fillers you have, the more innocent you are? You know, oh. that's something I think Madonna could get behind, and I, I, I keep seeing, <laughs> I keep seeing, I keep seeing this. You know, do you know how many racist security officers she has at her nursing home right now? This is a real problem. This is the Glenn Beck program.